What's up, man? Episode 35, Shooting the Shit with Sands podcast. The Drake Appreciation Month continues. We've had uh, pictures of him in the studio. They're saying he's working on Certified Lover Boy. No, he's not. He's putting his finishing touches, transitions. He does this every time. This album is coming out in like a week. Prediction on here. It's coming out tomorrow night or it's coming out in a week. Because this is what he does. He goes in there, puts his final vocals on there, and goes about his fucking, you know, goes about his way. But welcome in, episode 35, Star 67 by Drake intro. Wonderful song, man. Now, episode 35, there's a lot of shit that I need to speak on real quick. And it's about to get real, real quick, okay? Listen. Does my girlfriend get mad about this shit more than I do? Absolutely. Sorry, I'm shaking the table. It's, it's time for me to sit up and speak. So, what? let's move the mic a little bit. Okay. This is the thing, guys. Episode 35 of a podcast that I started. I don't even know the date, man. I don't know the date that I started the podcast. I don't. But let me tell you something. Something has happened in Fort Worth and am I going to take credit for this? You're damn right, because it's people I know that have personally talked to me about it. So excluding my friends, there has been, obviously, I get 100 listeners a podcast. This is not a big podcast, and I'm about to talk some shit that I'm acting like I'm an influencer of a whole culture. Listen to me, man. Since my podcast has dropped, I've had friends start their own shit, Right? I've had people that aren't like my close friends. I've had people that aren't my close friends text me, ask me, hey, man, what do I do to start a podcast? How do I do it? And luckily, I'm not an asshole and I'm not like, fuck off. This is kind of a competitive field. And who am I to be competitive when I don't have anything? You know, when I don't have leeway or pool in the what we call the industry per se, right? But let me tell you this, from here on now, I will always take pride in inspiring people to do their shit. There are people that are making TikToks. There are people that are making clothing lines. There are people that have started blogs, podcasts, all that. Was it because of me? No, that idea was in their head. I think I gave them the juice to put their fucking balls on the table. And I know I'm episode 35. I don't have this huge podcast, nothing. I will say this. I think I gave people the courage, like I said, to fucking put their balls on the table. And I will never take credit for if their shit takes off. I will never take credit for if their shit, you know, they become famous and stuff. That's, I didn't, 
I don't make them good at what they do. I don't make them create great content. I don't make them whatever, you know, funny. I don't, you know, I don't do that. I didn't make them have a drive for something or a passion for something. I think I put a fucking foot on the gas pedal and a lot of people thought I was going to be done with this shit by episode 10. And guess what? I'm still fucking right fucking here. I'm getting better. I can actually listen to my podcast all the way through now. There's nothing that's hella cringy, sucking on my fucking retainer, saying uh 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 e i o u i all the fucking time. Um, like, 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 I say so, and like, well, that's that, or whatever, you know? But let me tell you something. I'm staying here till I fucking die. And I'm in a mood today. Because I just recorded 20 minutes of a podcast that I had nothing written down for. This happens all the time. My computer's so fucking shitty, it randomly refreshes. So it better not do it again. So I'm in a fucking mood. And you know what? Since I'm in a fucking mood, it's just about to be Rant City. I'm going to rant on the Saints and the Bucks today. Fuck the Saints. The Heat game, I guess I'll rant on that. Nothing to rant about except for TNT fucking bumping us down. And then I'm doing the Harden trade. The fat fuck wants to go to a goddamn AWOL soldier over there. Cool, bro. Yeah, man, good job. You got a fucking dude that's sitting in fucking meetings with a Democratic district attorney. And I don't care about the uh, political stance. I'm just saying he's in there with a Democratic person, uh, political uh, attorney. And you're fat as fuck. And you're playing with a guy that has half a leg that looks amazing, but he has half a fucking leg. So, yeah. But Nia's kind of been nagging, not nagging me, like agging me on to say something about it. And there you go. I said it. I have inspired a lot of people. And I take credit in my heart for that. I'm not out here being brash. It's not like I'm like, y'all owe me. Y'all owe me that shit. I don't, y'all don't owe me nothing. Y'all don't even have to have the memory of it. Y'all don't even have to say I did. Y'all don't have to say that shit. Y'all don't. Y'all don't. Just know, Papa Bear knows. And like I said, I'm going to be here for a long time. These assholes with their cars. Your dick is tiny as fuck, fam. Turn that shit down. You impress nobody. Jesus. Idiots. Young people fucking hate young people. Old people. Overrated. Can I do an overrated list? Can I be can I be another uh uh another podcast where I have overrated and underrated like every other podcast? Overrated list, old people, fucking old people. If I have to go to work again and I look like Jimmy Johnson's fucking sponsored car with how many goddamn labels I have on me with a badge of my company, a fucking stitching of my company in my hat, in my shirt, and on my jacket, and I'm working the fucking product that has the name all over it, and I have a fucking cart taller than me stuffed with fucking coffee, I'm going to kill one of these old people. I'm going to take my cart... I'm going to stuff somebody's fucking grandma in it, and I'm going to take them to the funeral home because they're half dead. All right? These, these, I'm not going to say sorry. You want a sorry? You want a sorry? Fuck old people. Once again, I'm not even going to get into their beliefs and shit. You want to go that deep? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. I got grandparents too, motherfucker. I do too. I got grandparents too, motherfucker. Anyways, 
Yeah, you love your sweet grandma. You know what I don't love about your sweet fucking grandma? Was when I was working at Applebee's, we all have our first jobs, 19 years old. You know what I don't like about your fucking grandma? I go, hey, welcome to Applebee's. What would you like, a table or a booth? That's how a normal person lets me finish my little spiel. Now, you know what these old cunts do when they come in from church? Hey, uh, welcome to Applebee's. Would you booth? Well, I don't know. Booth. I don't know if there's any of that. Booth. My fucking broken back that I haven't supported with calcium or anything but a fucking lazy boy can't sit in a metal chair that will structure my back correctly to sit up fucking straight. Yeah, no shit. You old hag. You old bent over hag. So you, you're old people. And oh, another thing. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm on another one, bro. I'm not even acting today. I literally deleted 25 minutes of fucking gold. So this is going to be 10 minutes of bullshit. I don't give a fuck. Like my podcast was just fire. I'm about to do another fire podcast. I had some jokes. I don't redo jokes. You know why? Because it doesn't come out as genuine. So you know what your fucking grandma does too? She sits there aimlessly like she hasn't been shopping at Walmart for 82 years because she's a hundred and fucking seven. And she was there for the grand opening in Arkansas and fucking met the owner of Wally World, shook his hand and she has a story about it and how he was handsome and shit. And then she comes in here and she still doesn't know that all the fucking things in each aisle are above her head. Like, look, look up. I know you have dementia and you think you're at a fucking shopping center or you're at your house, but wake up, slap your forehead, old lady. I know you may crack your skull in half because you're brittle as fuck in dry wood, a uh, hay. I don't fucking know what's brittle. God damn it. Brittle as fuck. You, your brain doesn't work. It's, it's moving. You need to oil the machine a little bit. You're not moving fast enough for me to get past you in the aisle. If I have to drift... With fucking 85 pounds of coffee on a cart. And you just slowly push it behind this woman that is in the middle of the fucking aisle going 0.3 miles per hour. I'm going to run her over, flatten her, and stuff her into a shelf. I'm getting I'm getting pretty scared right now. But for real, if you're with your grandma, kick her in her fucking ass. I'm about to start just like whipping them like racehorses at the Kentucky Derby. Come on, get it up. Get on up, get on up, get on up. Like just slapping their ass. Come on, granny. Get with it, granny. Oh, fuck. All right. But yeah, Nia wanted me to tell you about inspiring you guys. A lot of you. For some reason. And she's going to hate that I said that on the podcast. She does not hate anybody that she was talking about. She was talking about some random people in Fort Worth that are not my friends. She's like, do they tell you that you you did this for them? I'm like, I didn't do shit for them. I want y'all to know I dispute her at all times. Y'all send her hate mail in her DMs. Y'all tell her I didn't inspire you to do anything. You had it before I did anything. But you just didn't let it rip. You know what I mean? Tell her that. Y'all DM Nia. Shit on her for a little bit. Love you, Nia, if you're listening. So uh, an 11-minute podcast of or 11-minute rant of shitting on old people uh, wasn't, wasn't in the schedule. So this is going to go over a little bit, okay? But you know what isn't going to go over or is going to make it go over even more? Guys, I edited it. I edited the, uh, the drunk podcast. I did. 
I did. I did. It was a it was a hard listen. <laughs> there was like it's not as much as you think it is. I went and blended all the audio, merged it, all that shit. It's a bunch like the podcast was literally built off me making points that led nowhere. Drill Brains and Ty Bridgewater are the same. And I go down the line. And then when you actually get done with listening to my point, you're like, he made no, he made sense, but he literally said the same thing in 14 different ways. So I have some funny fucking clips from that podcast. It's an extra two minutes. Uh, I think next or next episode on the D Wade episode, I'm still going to have bloopers, but I think that uh, it's going to be a little long. It had to have blue. I think bloopers are funny. Like y'all don't understand the shit I went through, man. Oh, and the the Zadarius uh, Smith thing. I deleted it. It sucks. Y'all don't understand. I was like Zadavius, Zadarius, Zadarius, Zazuvius. Y'all don't understand. Like I was being dead serious too. But at the end of the podcast, it's quite funny. I'm not gonna lie. It's like three extra minutes of good shit. And yeah, but I just had to preach all that shit. And how about we get into some sports, man? What should I talk about first? The Harden trade. All right. So today, I took a nap after Chris was telling about Woj bombs and all this shit, right? <clears throat> Excuse me while I take a sip. I'm on my first whiskey to guy, uh, tonight, guys. I haven't drank at all today. Um, I had a, oh, I had a uh, iced tea truly, guys. And if you don't like Trulies, like if your woman does not like Trulies, right, and it's overcarbonated for her, like it tastes like bitter because it's overcarbonated, those motherfuckers actually have like real tea in them. So they're like a little spritzy. That's so, <laughs> that's such a feminine word. They're a little like, you know, sparkling waterish, but it does have tea in it. It's not as carbonated. It's actually really good. Like Nia hates Trulies and loves that shit. So I had that and then I'm on my first whiskey, guys. I'm not out here drunk ranting. You would know. You would know. But the Harden trade, guys, the Harden trade, it finally happened. I, th I think I said it's not happening. I, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't recall what I said. I need to start. I had my notebook and I lost it. I lose fucking everything. But I need to start keeping my takes in there. You know, I used to have the take tablet with me and uh, Milan and Chris. and I was holding people accountable for their shitty takes, which they actually didn't have a lot in it, to be honest, which is crazy. I guess they know what the fuck they're talking about, huh? So... Today, I took a nap. Like I said, woes bombs, woes bombs. I went to bed at like 2 a.m. You know those nights you just can't sleep and you're tired? One of those nights, me and you stay up talking. Woke up at 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning, go to work. Tired as fuck. I'm like, bro, let me take a two-hour nap. I'll, I know the trade is going to happen probably by the time I wake up or after I wake up at an hour. You know what I mean? So Harden is now a Brooklyn Net playing with KD. And playing with Kyrie Irving. Now, this makes for an interesting basketball season. Why? We knew that the Lakers are coming out of the West. And y'all can try to preach the Clippers, the Clippers, man, the Clippers. No, nah, I just don't see it. I really don't. Because I think what we know. <laughs> we know P. Green Pants is fucking oh, That's a new one. <laughs> Not PG, P Green Pants George. I'm telling you, Green Pants Paul. Oh, baby. 
Oh man, y'all want nicknames? I got nicknames. Green Pants Paul is gonna piss his fucking pants, and may he may even shit this time. He may even shit his pants this time in the playoffs. And that's the only. I don't. I don't really hate the the Clippers like that. They also lost a huge bench piece to them that kept them in games when they don't have Kawhi out there when he's load managing with PG out there. You know. So, and now we actually have another, to me, it's not guaranteed, but if they face each other, it's going to go six or seven. You know what I mean? I'm sorry to say this. I think the fucking Heat and the 76ers can beat them. They have elite defenses. You go, how? And I answered it right on cue, right? You said, how? I said, elite defenses. One thing that Miami's always going to do is make these juggernaut offenses look eh. That's what they did to who? The Bucks Made them look very pedestrian sometimes. You know? They made the Bucks look like they couldn't do shit on offense a lot. And we're always on a string. And I think we have good matchups for their players. You know? It's, it's not common you have three guys that are going to be on the ball, like, go off guys. Like, dribble, 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 shoot guys. Like, Harden, Kyrie, and KD. But they have all three, and that's it's kind of shitty because usually you have two elite defenders on your team, right? But think about who who like honestly, what bad matchup do we have? There's no matchup for KD. I think there's good matchups for Harden. I'm sorry. I think Jimmy Butler has if I actually had uh there's a game Jimmy Butler played against James Harden. James Harden was three for sixteen on him or something like that. Three for fifteen, something like that. And I think Jimmy Butler can guard anybody in this fucking basketball league. Bam out of bio on KD. Andre Iguodala ain't going nowhere, Kyrie. Like, do I think these guys can clamp them? No. Ben Simmons can guard every all three of them on the 76ers. Joel is taking away paint shots. There's a lot of things that have to go into, but I'm not going to sit here and do the... How do I explain this? It's not going to work thing. I'm not doing that. I'm picking them to go to the finals. I think 76ers and the Heat can take them to a hard series and pull off an upset. Does that make sense? I think every I think people have a puncher's chance against them because they have no defense, and now it's even worse. They lose Jarrett Allen, and I think they will regret that part of this whole thing forever. Now, the reason you keep DeAndre Jordan, I don't know if y'all knew this little tidbit. I know most people that listen to my podcast are kind of diehard fans of uh, sports. You keep DeAndre Jordan there because he brought everybody there. Everybody has made a comment about DeAndre Jordan being their friend. Like KD literally said, I wanted to be there because DeAndre Jordan and Kyrie are two of my best friends in the NBA, if not my best friends. Like that's insane to me. And then, uh, Rob Perez, one of my favorite NBA personalities. He's not a – he's like me in a sense, like me. Dear God, what am I doing? I go in here telling everybody I'm fucking Picasso and inspired everybody's art. And now I'm telling Rob Perez he's like me. I'm just saying you can't dumb him down to basketball. You know, he's a very entertaining – he has a quirky brain, man. And it's just funny. He's a funny dude. And he said – DeAndre Jordan is the best friend in the world. That has to be it. <laughs> That's the only conclusion. That means Harden said something about it, too. I bet Harden was like, yeah, I'm friends with DeAndre Jordan. 
I didn't read all the reports, though, from Shams and Woj. And I woke up from a nap that deal was done. So why go look at that shit? All right. So what does this do for them? Like I said, puts them in the finals. And if you don't go to the finals, it's a big bust. Big, huge bust, and it's not good. And the shit with Kyrie, I'm not going to touch on it that much. Y'all know how I feel about him. I think he's a fraudulent person. I think he's a weirdo. And I think he's a, he's one of those fake weirdos. I think he's one of those fake, deep, insightful people. I think he wants to be something that he's not. I think he wants to act like he will do things that he won't do. I think that he is a hypocritical, crappy, non-reliable person. I think he doesn't take his job seriously and takes it for granted. I think that he is a fraud. I'm just saying that. I think he's amazing at basketball. I put him on my first team All-NBA last episode. I think he is amazing at doing his job, but he does not take his job like a job. I think he, he may love playing basketball. I don't think he looks at it as a job, though, and that is a fucking job. You get paid more than my dad does by fucking a hundred times, and my dad is a fucking doctor. My dad went to school for eight years. You played 11 games in college and fucked bitches, smoked weed, and got drunk, and then next thing you know, you're 25 with a goddamn $150 million contract. Stop taking that shit for granted. It's fucking absurd. He's talking about how people judge him and shit. Bro, we got people in a pandemic. And yeah, you did give out some money. Dog, I'm just telling you, stop. Fucking annoying. Like, I literally dislike him. I will never root for him ever again until he apologizes <laughs> for this shit. No statement, no nothing, personal reasons. They're assumed it's for the capital. He goes to a birthday party, bro. That shit is despicable to me. Despicable. Anyways, the other shit that happened, Karis LeVert to Indiana. Hot take. Wheel, wheel. Wheel, wheel. Wheel, wheel. You like that? That's my hot take alert now. That's my sound effect. I think Karis LeVert... And I'm a wait-and-see guy with this shit. I'm not going to take this. Hot take. I think people will say Karis LeVert is better than Victor Oladipo because he's getting more minutes. And I think his numbers will show it. And I don't think people actually – people talk like Karis is good, right? Yeah, Karis is the best role player in the league. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Ooh, nah, nah, nah. Uh, he ain't no role player. Didn't he drop 50 last year? If a role player dropping 50, that's not a fucking role player. I'm, I'm letting you know as a basketball fan. A role player is Danny Green, whose career high is 33. That is a role player's career high. He got a lot of minutes one night when everybody was hurt probably and fucking hit 12 threes or some shit. That doesn't even add the math. You'll see in that drunk blue. Uh, I'll, I'll get to the bloopers at the, end of, or at the next segment. But And then Oladipo to Houston. I think... Man, Houston's going to be all right. Now, is he hardened? I'm not fucking stupid. But once again, people forget. People kind of judge Depot on his down year last year, like how he looked in the bubble. Oladipo didn't even want to play. He was still hurt. They were saying Oladipo was like 70% against the Heat in the playoffs. 
And I thought it was unfair to put him out there, you know, because that makes him look bad. And he was on a trajectory to the public of being a top 15 player. I saw a lot of lists when he was, he got the Pacers to the fucking four seat or the fuck it was. They're like, oh, he's a motherfucking top 15, 12 player. I'm like, you're an idiot. This dude averaged 21 year and you guys think he's top 15. You're nuts. I know two way, bro. Two way. Two way. That dude does not compare to Paul George and skill. And you know I hate fucking pissy pants P. You know I hate him. I think they're good because they have multiple ball handlers now that are willing to pass, and the ball is not going to stop moving on that team how fucking Silas wants it to go. And I felt so shitty for Silas in this this whole thing. James Harden, like, I'm, I'm cool with you using your player empowerment shit, but what you did was what Kyrie did. And now you got two of those guys on the same team, and that's scary. That's scary to me. You got two dudes who, if they don't get what they want, it's like, ah, fuck it. Eh. You understand that Kyrie's probably going to have to go to quarantine now for two or three weeks now? Y'all get that, right? Like, Michael Porter hasn't played for a reason. Michael Porter's also an imbecile. That's like, dude, man. He's one of those He's one of those Kyrie guys. The fake deep guy. Dude, bro, the earth is flat and the penny isn't real, dude. We're living in a simulation, man. Did you know that, dude? Michael Porter said the fucking pandemic or the coronavirus isn't real. Moron, moron, idiot. Like, refused to wear a mask or something. So he got in big trouble by his team. Fucking idiot. That dude could be used as a trade piece anytime, and he's doing this bullshit. But Oladipo, I think they're going to be hyped. I think they are. And then the one that they'll regret to me is Jared Allen to Cleveland. And I don't know why Cleveland wants him. To me, that means they're going to try to move on from Drummond. But who wants a center that can't shoot free throws or shoot or move outside the paint or not shoot layups in a dunk? You know, I, I don't know who wants that. Now, would I love Drummond on the Heat? Fuck yes. The way we would utilize him would be insane. And then what happened against fucking, oh, what happened against Joel wouldn't have happened. Now, does Joel shit on Andre Drummond every time they play? Yeah, I think uh, I was watching J.J. Reddick's podcast interviews just randomly, went across it, and... Joel was talking about where he lives in heads. Um, like JJ asked him, the question was, how much real estate? Who? Oh, dude, let me get this straight. Dear God, whose head do you own more real estate in? And he said, Andre Drummond, Hassan Whiteside, Carl Anthony Towns. And to me, I watched him shit on Hassan Whiteside for like three years, two years, something like that. And it was sickening. Hassan would have 3,004 minutes. Not, you think I'm kidding. I'm not. But he said he had 30 and 15 and a half against Andre Drummond one time. And he never talked to him. He never talked shit again to him. So, but I would say, and I'm about to get into that after we get this commercial break. But yeah, I think the hard trade puts him in the finals. We know what it is, man. This is a 2K team. And the way he went about it is corny. But. Here we are. And also, fuck Kyrie Irving. Overrated list. Kyrie Irving's fucking brain because he's not the smartest guy in the room like he thinks he is. Let's get into this ad break. Thank you. Did y'all enjoy y'all's ad break? I bet you did. It's probably much better than... uh, uh you, 
trying to start a podcast. Here is, like, dude. So what happens on that is, and I totally apologize. Luckily, uh, Anchor is really good. And right when you change the ad, once you re-record it, it goes to all your podcasts, no matter if you already recorded it or not. So, but yeah, what happened is, is that I recorded it and I'm like streaming a game or something. Like right now I'm streaming a game, which is fucking stupid. Very good game. Portland, Sacramento, seven point game. Uh, Three minutes left. But yeah, what happens is it kind of glitches up. You know, it fucks up, but I didn't think it was, it usually doesn't carry over to the actual audio. But what I, I'm dumb is I put it on there without listening, and then it happened. And I'm like, holy shit, because I was listening to my podcast back again in my car, and my fucking brain exploded. <laughs> oh, Landon made a comment. He's like, dude, your brain, my brain just evaporated in my head. I'm like, yeah, dude, that was the worst ad ever. I'm so sorry. I know it is horrible to have that. So apologize for that by the way but you know man it is what it is so on the second in the podcast i'm gonna do the heat game of the bucks versus saints we're gonna get to the heat game first now you know on the mic i'm gonna pour my second whiskey man i'm going to i don't care guys this is a this is my pot you know what i mean it's a this is a different type of shit man I'm going to do a another sobriety stint, by the way, because what's killing me is not nothing about I don't get drunk, drunk anymore, man. Like 26 is an age where I can't be getting drunk, drunk anymore. I think it's I y'all don't understand. I, I actually I'm like a whiskey connoisseur, guys. Like I, I have like four different types of whiskeys in my apartment. At one time, usually, you know, like I don't burn through a bottle. You know what I mean? It's I actually love the taste of whiskey. You know what I mean? It's it's something I just enjoy sipping on. And I don't get like plastered at my house. You know what I mean? I'm not getting blackout drunk in my house. That's nuts. So it's just one of those things. I'm just going to go on a sober stint because my fucking, my little gut's poking out. You know what I mean? I'm wearing some new Christmas clothes. My fucking stomach is bulging over my fucking fold of my boxers in half, rolling them up, you know? Chris texting about this. Okay. So I want y'all to know, Nia is cooking downstairs, and I'm making a bet with myself. I guarantee you, she she said she was going to text me when she came upstairs, right? I guarantee you, she does not text me. And she's going to come in here and go, oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I forgot, I forgot, oh no, I thought you were done, I thought you were done, but she won't text me, you know what I mean, she knows this pod takes like two hours, because I, re- I record like five minutes, delete it, record two minutes, delete it, but that 20 minutes, I'm still mad about it, but the heat game, guys, so we're making a bet, or she's going to come halfway up the stairs and then text me, we're going to make a bet, everybody, against Nia, we're betting against Nia like they did in, what was that movie? Where they bet against the market, the house market. That's actually based on a true story. I know it's based on a true story. It's not like some random fiction movie. <laughs> but yes. Now the heat game. Fuck TNT for pushing this game back off national television. 
because you don't know what that could have done for the Harden trade. And you're like, wait, what? Wait, what? For the Heat's concern, Tyler Hero had 34, 7, and 4. And what have I been talking about all the time with y'all on this fucking podcast? What happens when these people that think, like, the NBA is so unique with this. I keep bringing it up. That's why the NBA is awesome. This COVID protocol shit seems so awful, right, to the casual fan. But to people like me and Chris, who are total diehards, by the way, of our teams, it is cool for me to say, I love Gabe Vincent. And you're like, who? Who the fuck? When you are obsessed with a team, you know this Gabe Vincent guy because I saw him start against the Clippers last year when Jimmy rolled his ankle and he dropped 20 on the fucking Clippers too with Kawhi guarding him when he got hot. Like, And Gabe Vincent has been talked about throughout the organization being in the youth. We have a different program with the Heat. So we have a player development program, and you're like, yeah, the G League, or like they just train. No, you don't get it. These guys run – these people that they want in our development program, like Gabe Vincent has been in for two or three years, they run with the ones every day in practice, every single day if you're in the development program. You run with the ones. You're the starter every single day, which is really fucking cool. That's not normal. You know what I mean? But then you go, ah, it kind of clicks. That's why the Heat are always on a string. That's why we have eight players playing. Some people haven't suited up for two. Chris Silva hasn't played in the game since last year, like the 30th game of the year. And he knows all his assignments, all that shit. It's because when you get in that program, you're running with the ones, and you know you have to know your shit on the Heat or you will be cut. We will find somebody else. You know what I mean? So we had COVID protocol, had eight players playing, and they cut this. They actually cut this game, and Joel Embiid went ballistic. Was I mad about the game? Yeah, at the moment, I was. Because me and Chris were kind of agreeing, like, uh, let's not get emotional, but then you get to that third quarter. And then Joel's like, <laughs> oh, I am better than everybody. <laughs> oh, I'm like... When I want to be, I'm a top seven, five to seven player in the world. I'm easily a top three most dominant player in the world when I want to be. Like, Joel just goes out there and puts up, I think it was 18 points in the third quarter, went eight for eight. I don't know if it was the fourth quarter or the third quarter when he took the dumbass pull-up three. I'm pretty sure it was the end of the third. He pulled up uh, a dumbass three because he was scorching. Nobody could guard him. And I really don't disagree with people that say that Joel is um, better than Jokic. I think over the course of the year, and I'm going to knock on wood, wood on my closet, because I want it to happen. I want Joel to be a more consistent version of himself. That does not mean playing like he can sit out and stuff. It's when you play, are you making the most of your minutes or are you wasting your time out there? Are you wasting your teammates' time? I think that after listening to certain podcasts, like J.J. Reddick's podcast and other players, Doc Rivers is pretty good about telling you your role. And they talk about how Doc will get into the circle the first like two months of practice. Remember your role and goes through all 15 players. 
all 15, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're our best player, you're doing this. You know what I mean? And I think Doc went in there that fir- these first months, the first couple of weeks, and in training camp, it was like, listen, Joel, you have to score 25 a night at the bare minimum. You have to have 12 rebounds, bare minimum. You cannot take breaks during games, ever, because we need every single possession to run through you. And he didn't do good at center last night. I'm letting y'all know, he played fucking point guard, and I was screaming at the top of my fucking lungs, like, why aren't we blitzing him? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, why aren't you blitzing a fucking He is taking the inbound pass and just dribbling, and then you don't understand. He wasn't dribbling, passing, then running a set. He was dribbling, then they would clear, and he would post up. He would go 94 feet and score. Oh, my fucking goodness. But that game, him and T. Harrow were going back to back to back to back in OT. We scored 31 points in overtime. <laughs> you know how crazy that is? Two teams scored 31 points in overtime. That was that was literally the best game of the year, and it got cut off. And once again, to my point about these people getting minutes that y'all think are scrubs, like Danny Green is a solidified good role player in the NBA, top-tier role player. This role player scored 29, had 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. You know, it's insane. Duncan Robinson, I want that I want that Duncan so much more in the season. And I think my 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 theory this year is that Duncan Robinson will be top 3. I'm going to say it. He will be top 3 in three-point attempts this year. I've seen a lot more shitty shots. You know what that means? Confidence way up. Confidence is way up. He's been told to take those shots. Duncan Robinson ain't taking those unless he's been told to. And I loved what I saw from him last night. It was just a really fun game. You know, you go into it and I'm thinking we're going to get smashed. But I always forget what the Heat are. You know, we're not ever. The Heat aren't getting ran over unless it's the Bucks when they're shooting and they hit 28 threes, all right? So next. Oh, and the Saints come marching in. Oh, and the Saints come getting fucked. Oh, and the Saints have those refs make a bad call. Like, that's all I'm going to hear. The refs, dude, they always fuck us over. No, they don't, buddy. Or how they say, fucking us over. That's all they talk in Louisiana. Like, bro, they don't they speak dirty English. We're about to stomp these guys. And let me tell you, overrated part two. Overrated part two. Drew Brees is one of the most overrated quarterbacks of all time. Ever, ever, ever. Wait, guys. I think she came upstairs. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He's he's one of the most overrated players ever. I'm sorry. This is why. Hunter, why? Why would you say such a stupid thing on your stupid podcast that doesn't get any views that you said that you inspired everybody on? Listen. This is why. This dude plays in a dome. 
speed, all that. That's why I think the Bucks are going to win. We have way more weapons, and our defense is fast as shit, right? We're going to play on turf. He plays on turf every year. Y'all remember that? Uh, I think three to three years of his career, he had the worst defense in the NFL that gave up 420 yards a game. And it's not like Drew Brees. When has Drew Brees ever lacked weapons? When were you like, who the fuck is Drew Brees throwing to? Never. Ever. You know what I mean? And yes, he did carry his team to 79 with the worst defense in the league. But you know who else did that? <laughs> Fucking Alex Smith. <laughs> so, Oh, sorry. Not Alex Smith. I'm so sorry. So sorry. I'm thinking of like the NFC East and how Andy Dalton almost made the playoffs. You know what I mean? I said Alex Smith because it was in that shitty division. But shit like that, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't care. I don't really care. I don't. And he wins one fucking one Super Bowl when Katrina happened and the city's in trauma. And then that one moment has risen this guy in another bracket of quarterback. Yes, he has accuracy records, all that. I'm not dis I'm not disputing the stats. I feel a lot of Peyton Manning coming on on this guy. Y'all know when Peyton Manning was being compared to Tom Brady and, you know, to me, where do you put Peyton Manning for real in your top five? Like, be honest with yourself. When you, when you, write, that, when you write that top five down, you know where he's at. He's, he's probably not in it, man. I'm sorry. When you write that down, you know Peyton Manning may not be in there. You know that. It's hard. You don't want to take him out, but you know you could. And I feel that with Drew Brees, we do this shit all the time. We make excuses for him, and he's not a good playoff performer. Let's go to Drew Brees' playoff record. Because, you know, I didn't come in here with stats. I didn't come in here with stats. Playoff record. What's Drew Brees' playoff record? He has the most regular season wins, playoff wins. What, for the... Oh, it's Tom Brady. I don't give a fuck about Tom Brady's stats. You know why he's the GOAT? Yeah, the New Orleans the New Orleans Saints are 10 and 12 total in the playoffs. I don't think I don't think Drew Brees made the playoffs with fucking with the Chargers. Did he? I don't think so. Like what are we doing here? Yeah. This guy's a losing record in the playoffs. He always comes in and it's like, man, Drew Brees, man. If I went to his fucking playoff game log, it's like he he oh shit. First round he threw for 300 yards, man. Let's go. Hey, I'm going to the game log of Drew Brees. We're gonna get down to this uh record shit. He has 17 playoff games. He's 9 and 8. He is 9 and 8 in the playoffs. 9 and 8. He didn't make the playoffs for 3 straight years. Then he missed it for 2. Then he missed it for 4. Can we be real about this? And y'all really want to talk about the fucking Minnesota miracle? Dear God, I had a take on that. 
Y'all, do y'all not remember how bad Drew Brees uh, played in the second half? Didn't he throw for like 100% completion in the first half? And then they came out in case Keenum outplayed him? All right. And the thing I hate watching them play, it reminds me, but they aren't as explosive. It reminds me of Dak's fucking rookie year with the Cowboys. And uh, every year, though, it's every year where you see the same fucking people on the field for 12 minutes real time. And it's, it, I'm like, get these fuckers off the field. The two yard, two yard, three, four. Four, four, two, four, four, three. I'm sorry. I'm not into the Saints. I think we go into the Saints house. We put our hands, right? We take both hands. We put the middle finger right in the middle. We tear their asshole open. And we drill the ball down their fucking mouth. And Tom Brady's going to show who's best. You think Tom Brady's losing to the same team three fucking times in a year? You're the idiot if you think that. You're the fucking idiot. Y'all think the Saints are good for real? This overrated slow team? This overrated defense? Ugh. Y'all are gonna have a fucking rude awakening. The Bucks are fucking coming. And we're going to ramrod their shit. Period. And I'm, I'm taking bets. I'm about to post on Twitter. I'm broke. But I'm posting on Twitter. I will take any $20 bet up to five people probably. On the Bucks winning the game. I got 50 on it with Chris. Holla at me. Now y'all go enjoy the rest of the pod. It's going to be three minutes of the drunk podcast and I'm going to go through a lot of these episodes and find bloopers. Okay? I got more bloopers on the way the D-Wade episode. Remember, next episode D-Wade appreciation and I will have a Bucks reaction on there and talk about the Bucks game. I will for a brief 5-minute stint. I'm going to have a 5-minute period where I talk about the Bucks and then I'm going to transition into the real episode of appreciate D-Wade, man. So, yeah. Y'all enjoy the rest of the pod. Thank you so much for listening. Always support. Always supporting. I always support y'all too, man. I love y'all. And once again, I'm not taking credit for anybody's art. Never will. Never have. Not in my blood. Even if I am, there's something out there that I'm not going to talk about. It has nothing to do with my close friends. There's something out there that I created that is being put into fruition by somebody and it pisses me off. We're gonna let that we're gonna let that simmer though. I'm not gonna share it. Don't ask me. Uh y'all have a great night, day, afternoon, morning, all that shit, man. All right. Thank you for listening. H Sands is fucking out. Deuce. All right, guys. So I said I was done. I'm gonna give a little detail into the drunk segment. So basically, the first snippet is me, and I just find out how drunk I am in the middle of my intro. Like, holy fuck, I'm recording a podcast right now. The second one is just a funny, just a dumbass clip where I yell. Then the third one, the one where I talk about the Buccaneers, just watch how fast I bail on doing math. 
it's actually quite funny. So just want to let y'all know that, guys, so y'all enjoy. I'm actually out this time. Deuces. Hello. All right. Episode 20 of the Shooting the Shit podcast. Every Monday and Thursday, we're dropping, right? Now, I am off. I tell y'all this. All right. I'm a normal man. You know, I... I went to the bar, and my girl had bottomless mimosa <laughs> cards. It was free bottomless mimosas. Am I hammered right now? Yes, I am drunk as fuck. Cleveland, we're going. I'm going to the scoreboard right now. Scoreboard right now, right now, right now. All right, Eagles didn't cover. Eh, fuck them. Lock of the week. Got some leftover mimosa here. Shaking it up here. All right, that was very aggressive. It's all over my arm. Listen, twenty-five to three, the Cowboys lost. <laughs> oh, shame segment. Shame shagment, shame shagment, dear God. Tongue twister. It's like playing bop it when you're fucking seven. Bop it, twist it, don't know what it is. Anyways. <laughs> they won by three. It was a great game, by the way, PNC. Buccaneers, let's go, Tom! Come on now. The goal was out here spazzing. Guys, 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 Tom Brady, 33 for 45. You divide that by three, 11 of 15. What is 15 into 100? Is that six? Six times 15 is 90. Seven. Seven times 15 is 105. So we're going to go 7.5, right? This guy is throwing for 70% of his passes right now, and I said, I said, you look good with one of your balls. I do better with the rider in my system. Oh, yeah, I'm on deck when you call me. I listen, I listen unless I've been mixing. You know when I'm mixing. You know when I'm mixing, I smoke when I drink, it's tradition Like Zoe mama, I go hippie, be signing the air like I'm Nixon I'm mixing, I am not Esco, but it was written I knew when they didn't, I been had these visions of the life I'm living since I was Jimmy All I had to do is just go and get it And now we blowing up